welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence, and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 14, Marriage and a Space for Healing and Growth. So today I have a special guest with us, uh, my sweet husband, Craig Brummel, and he is here because, of course, who better to talk about marriage than with my, my husband, and we are going to talk about our relationship a little bit, give some background there, and the capacity that it has, I think, created for both of us for healing and growth, and uh, that for both of us, I think we're we're on the path together. We're on the journey together. So I welcome my love here today. Glad you are here. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I'm happy to be on episode 14. <laughs> I've got my uh, my rockin' podcast t-shirt on, so I'm okay. feeling pretty strong for today's uh, conversation. I don't think he's nervous at all, but so we will see how this goes. Uh, CB can be a bit of a wild card, so... I have tried coaching him, but he's only so coachable. So I think that we both would agree that marriage is a journey, an adventure. And for us, I think it's entailed all, all the things, the struggle, the joy, connection, the belonging, healing, some disillusionment, challenges, pain, space, evolution, and so much growth and fun, I have to add. Um, we've been married almost 22 years as of this May, and I think our relationship has really been a sanctuary for us. It's a space for healing and becoming. It's been a soft place, I think, to land in the midst of this crazy and awesome and wonderful life in which we are all living, and uh, certainly all the moving parts that uh, seem to keep kind of presenting themselves as we go. So... A little background in the 22 years we've been together. We have four awesome humans, children, Ellie, Ben, Leo, and Mo. We have lived in five states with a 10-month stint in Guatemala, and uh, we will talk more about that on another episode. We have lived in 10 homes, and Craig Brummel has been with seven companies, and we've started two businesses together. It's not for the faint of heart. So I think it's safe to say that we've uh, we've learned an enormous amount about ourselves and one another in these 20 plus years and life. So certainly been a journey of deeper awareness and as I mentioned earlier, mutual evolution. So for today's episode, we talked about this and we've decided that we want to specifically focus on these three things. Number one, 
how much we've grown in awareness and consciousness of our own early agendas, like when we first kind of got married, when we were first married and early marrieds, our own egos, our own unspoken manuals for one another, and how those played out in our relationship. And then number two, we'll talk about how we've become more intentional in our relationship because of the awareness that has been created and how we've stepped out of autopilot, and this has been very key to this particular process. And then by doing so, it's lifted our heads and helped us come from more curiosity and less judgment, both of ourselves and one another, I'd say. And um, it's created a space to be pretty messy, to breathe, to question, to examine, And then to move forward. Um, And then finally, number three will be how do we grow and enrich our relationship and one another while ensuring that we are taking care of our own emotions, our own needs and wants. So as Craig would say, what's the yin and the yang here and how do couples really do both? So let's talk about our own awareness of our agendas, our manuals for one another. And I think it's safe to say the belief is that when we go into marriage, we think that's going to our person, they're going to complete us, they're going to make us happy, and all shall be well. That's how it happened for me. <laughs> Still happening. Oh, and for me too. <laughs> so to give a sense of, you know, kind of a quick rundown of a manual, it would be that We don't just want that person to make us happy. We also want them to make us feel attractive and feel worthy and appreciated. We want them to help us feel in love with them. And they, you know, we want them to make us feel safe and happy to be around them, right? Which isn't asking too much. And on and on. And the expectation that we put on our loves, our mates, I think now I can honestly say is ridiculous. But it's something that I think we both kind of walked in with, our own agendas. And I like to kind of say, you know, it's like, hey, hi, you want to be in a relationship and take responsibility for how I feel? That'd be great. So uh, the crazy thing is that I wasn't really conscious of any of this. And I believed that I was stepping into marriage with my eyes and heart wide open. And I had no real idea of my underlying beliefs and the manuals that I had in place until, of course, life and Craig Brummel told me otherwise. So enough of me. I'm going to turn this to Craig Brummel. What do you have to say to that? Well, I I think as I think about our early years, our very beginning years of marriage, um, I had not come from a family that talked about the nuances of marriage, unlike your family. Right. Um, So we went along and I felt loved and and felt like I had a pretty good family, um, but somewhat unaware of maybe some of the dysfunctions and the nuances of what it really means in in a marriage. And some of that was just a maturity thing. But what I did know was like, hey, God put one person on this world for me and Marta was it. She was totally my person. And um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a Jerry Maguire moment that uh, she, I felt she completed me. And so, um, what I found though, was that my view was pretty simple. Like even as a guy, it was, and probably pretty traditional and that I was coming in and I'm going to work hard and provide for the family. We would have kids. We would, uh, I would work hard and love Marta. Um, and, um, and there were certain roles that we would play along the way to make it all happen, but certainly not a lot of awareness around that. 
Um, so I think that was my going in perspective um, early on. And I'd say, I think we tried this all on for a little while and it was pretty good. You know, I think we had a good gig for a while. I think, you know, we had bumps along the way, but overall we fell into it fairly seamlessly. And I think, you know, and we were also super blessed to have Sweet Ellie enter the world within a year and a half, I think, of the time we'd been married. So we didn't have a lot of time, just the two of us. Um, but we were also older, a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, I was, what, whatever. We were we were around 30-ish. Right. I was under 30. Craig was a little, <laughs> little older than me. But anyway, so we, um, I think, would say that, you know, overall, we were happy. We had a good solid marriage. And I think we were, we thought we had our eyes and hearts wide open. I think we, um, you know, we did things in a way that I think both of us were satisfied and fulfilled. Would you agree? I think in general, yeah. I think what, what I came to realize unexpectedly maybe was how much my past life, my, my upbringing, um, in my programming, <laughs> would influence um, us and expectations of each other. I, re- I remember our that one time we had that uh, dinner. We were out to dinner. We were in Chicago, living in Chicago, and we got in a pretty heated argument at that time. And I remember it was, I think it was around Christmas and celebrations, and I was all about lots of gifts, and Marto, you were a lot around just being together as a family. And we got into this pretty, pretty heavy debate, and and – what I found was like this expectation, like, why wouldn't we do this in this way? But when we stopped and paused, it was a little bit of, wait a second. I have my own manual. I have my own expectation based on how I was brought up and and didn't even stop to say, oh, wait a second. It's us. It's we. Maybe we need to figure that out together. And I think some of those things started to emerge along the way, would you say? Absolutely. I think, um, actually, that's a great example. You know, birthdays were a huge deal in your family. And I was like, seriously, happy <laughs> birthday, birthday, babe. Birthday month like, is let's, what we call Let's it. celebrate you today. Let's have a cake and let's make it a special day. But no, Craig Brummel was so much more about, like, let's, let's, you know, lay out the red carpet and let's do all these things. And the expectations felt just enormous as to what you had to do and reading the minds of, you know, reading his mind as to what he wanted, what would make him feel special. And then of course his parents were like, you know, they just kind of jumped on that. And it was, it was not fun at that time for me. I felt like I was resisting and pushing back and saying, this is from where I come. This is from where you come. We've got to come up with a hybrid, something that's going to work for both of us, but we can't come at this exactly as the other knows each other knows because neither one of us wanted that, but we knew we Mm -hmm. had to kind of come up with something else, a hybrid. So I think that that is really what, you know, our experience of, you know, the number two is we were talking about of, you know, becoming more intentional and stepping back and stepping out of autopilot and understanding, you know, the ebbs and flows of things. And um, it wasn't, I'd say that, you know, we had then our other three sweet children come into the world. And so we had our four kids six, within six years time, which was just a blur. Um, but, um, at that time, so Maura was born in 06 and Craig started traveling extensively weekly and, you know, four or five days a week 
with his work um, soon thereafter. And that really created a shift for us in terms of awareness, in terms of it, it kind of upset our normal routine and then created this space and vacuum of like, okay, what does this all mean? What does this look like? How do we juggle our responsibilities, our roles, and how do we do this and still care and love and, you know, honor each other and do it in a way that we both felt good about. I mean, it was just a lot to kind of process and take in. And, and we had a lot, we had so much on our plate and I think we were a bit on autopilot. We mm-hmm. were in, a bit in survival yeah. mode. Some of it was because there's so much going on, right? So there's a little right. bit of just reality setting in, but I also think we, we weren't maybe nurturing our relationship and, and maybe we well, had making expect- time for or each making other. Time, yeah. yeah. And, and we expecting so much more about the family. Yeah. And I was, you know, my expectation was I'm working hard to bring home, you know, the financials for the family and, and you were, you know, CEO of our home. And, but, but we were in a bit of autopilot, I would say mm-hmm. uh, for, for a bit um, mm-hmm. and maybe not as intentional. Right. I think that's true. And I think that uh, for me, you know, um, walking into marriage and then having the kids and, and our family, I was very, I think, very happy to be home and raising the kids at that time. However, I will say that once our four were in school full time that fall, um, which was kind of a first, you know, it was like lifting my head for the first time in, you know, God knows how many years, but it was a lot of years. And um, realizing, hey, I have a window here, an opportunity to maybe do something different and also do something for me that I think also will benefit the family and help me grow and evolve with which meant getting out into the workforce and possibly pursuing, you know, my, I had a psychology background. I'd also been in counseling. And, um, so I was more practiced in the, um, you know, having clinical background where I worked with individuals and families and, um, in medical settings. And so thought, well, you know, what would be a, a you know, a potential next step and fell upon, I think the, the, dream of all dreams of jobs, which was being an academic advisor at the University of Notre Dame with freshmen and falling in love with that age group. But more on that another episode, I guess what I'd say, though, is that 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 next step for me of saying to Craig, hey, I think I'm ready to you know, get a job outside of the home and um, it's going to upset the balance of our family for sure. We'll figure it out. We'll reassess. We'll recalibrate and we can do this. Craig, of course, was like, what the hell are you doing? Um, But at the time, it just felt like the right thing. And so. Well, and I I think some of that is also an awareness for you. I remember coming home after a really long trip. I was gone for about a month on a special event. Um, And I think it was a little bit for you of like, hey, you were giving a lot to everybody else. You were expecting certain things from me that frankly, I wasn't providing and giving. And I think you, it was the first time that maybe came in the consciousness of like, 
you're responsible for your happiness mm-hmm. and not looking to me to make you happy. Well, I was angry. I w- I felt more resentful towards you because yeah. I felt like I was kind of raising the kids. I was on right. my own at home. You, of course, were I certainly working present. your ass off. Yeah. But, right. Um, right. But I, I couldn't really a different appreciate that so much because I felt like – did I sign up for this? Is this really the life that I, you know, I signed up for? Right. And and I missed him terribly. I think that was also. But for me, I didn't want to admit that. I was more like, I'm fine. I can do this. And I, and I did. Um, but I didn't really want to be vulnerable to him in the way that I think I really felt deep down, which was I missed him terribly. I wanted him around. Our kids, you know, missed him as well very much. I mean, he's a fabulous father and a pretty awesome husband, but wasn't around to to be able to, you know, share the day-to-day. That was hard. So I felt like my shift in reliance on Craig Brummel really changed at that time. And I became much more independent, much more, you know, resolute and more um, focused on, all right, this is how we're going to do it. This is how it's going to be done. And um, I'm not going to look to him for the things that I've looked to him for in the past. And that was a huge change. I think it was a shift for both of us. And I think in a future episode, we can talk about what a wonderful husband I I was, (laughs) but that'll be a future one. Oh, we'll wax eloquent (laughs) on that. Believe me. I think it was a shift for both of us. Mm -hmm. And, and, it was it was almost a wake up call, kind of stepping out of autopilot and thinking about how do we each want to show up mm-hmm. for ourselves and for our marriage and our family. Um, and for me, it was also a little bit of having to to think of, about my own well being as well, mm-hmm. not looking to Marta mm-hmm. um, for taking care of everything, mm-hmm. but. Like or taking this, care of you. Or taking care of me, like, even yeah. even more so. I had, even prior to this, I had had situations where I had been working so much. I had a bout with depression because mm-hmm. I was just way overwhelmed. You and, were and burning the candle. Burning the candle in yeah. dark times. And, and, and this was one of those things that kind of shook me a little bit. And it was almost like, hey... We need to focus on ourselves and our own well-being, mm-hmm. loving ourselves, not instead of our marriage, but in service of our marriage, mm-hmm. in service of our family. Mm-hmm. And and it was almost like this notion I felt, even as I reflect back on it, of if we're if we're spending so much time in our relationship trying to fix the other person or bringing our stuff to the other person to fix it doesn't leave a lot of time for the richness and the growth of the marriage. So it was almost like, hey, let's take care of ourselves. We'll be responsible and accountable to ourselves, certainly. And I think focus is maybe not as good. I mean, it is a focus, but I think it is more about the responsibility and accountability for ourselves and our wellness and our emotions, our, our feelings, our sense, our experience of life and of one another and not looking and being dependent and expecting the other to do that for us, right? That's right. Okay, so I think we're on the same page in that. And, of course, we have lots of future episodes on this. My goodness, this is like opening up all sorts of doors. But I think from there, so this experience, um, which was a huge shift in our marriage, 
led more to a dance of less dependence, more interdependence. And it required some unlearning for us and relearning of new patterns and new ways of being and taking care of and honoring ourselves and one another differently. And I think more from a place that had the the intentionality and the awareness attached to it. And I think it deepened our connection and our I think our our understanding of one another, yeah. yeah it created more intentionality. More and connection. Yeah, and connection. And intimacy, yeah. yeah. So this leads to our number three, which is as we looked at being more intentional and taking care of ourselves differently in our family, it led to the knowing that we can't be responsible for each other's happiness, right? So that was a learning of how to support and love one another without the original expectations. I think we both walked in of the roles we were playing and doing those very well. And as things were cooking along, I think we did that. We, we were able to do that. And then life had other plans and things shifted. And then that forced us to lift our heads and get out of autopilot and say, hold on a minute, not sure this is really, this is working. And how do we want to now recalibrate and revisit this end and, you know, kind of move to the next level. So it was really stepping up our level and awareness in how we showed up for ourselves and how we showed up for one another in our relationship. We were not outsourcing our needs in the same way. And I think that it allowed for more of a a path of healing and mutual evolution for both of us, which I mentioned healing and evolution and think I don't even realize I didn't even know that was even necessary or needed for us. Um, but now as I you know the, these last 10 years, that awareness has been a tremendous shift for me and for us and I think it is about healing and I think it is about mutual evolution. and I think the more we've created that space for one another, the deeper and the more enriching relationship we've had because of it. So we were no, you know, we learned to no longer place the pressure and expectation on one another to be meeting all of our needs and to be playing all these certain roles. Um, we kind of just started to blend the roles. We started to cross over in all different ways because life was no longer, you know, in one lane. It felt like we were, we were on a four lane highway versus a two at that point, it was busy, it was full, it was overflowing, and we had to kind of figure out next steps. It was it was almost in some some of our favorite uh, podcasters out there, Michael Gervais and others, oh, talk about yeah. flow state, right? Yeah, we we, right. we we are in a better flow. It's right. not perfect. We don't have it all figured out, right? Um, but we are in a better flow. Um, it's certainly sometimes uh, better than others. I, I would say for me it became an and, meaning Mm. I have to think about how to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's hugely important. And not just for for you, but for all of us, like it impacted our family significantly. The more he took accountability for himself and his needs and his wellness and wasn't, for instance, burning the candle on both ends, but realized, hey, I can work really hard, but I can also have a lot of fun and I can take time and make space for me too, me as in you and us and our crew. Yeah. So, so right. So it was myself and how do I nurture our relationship? Mm -hmm. And so as I was trying to figure out how to balance it for me, it was looking at things of how do I create my own centeredness and develop my own spirituality, emotional health, physical health, and taking time to do things like meditate, work out, 
doing things for me that are important and then getting support where I need to, if it's a mm-hmm. coach or a, or a, um, yeah, some counselor or, or to work through issues. Um, so that was really things I was trying to work on being accountable for myself. And then for us, it was, um, also being intentional around how do we, you know, be partners in this. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, even just earlier today, we were talking about, all right, I'm going to take kids on these days to school and, 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 and you on these days. And so how do we partner better as part of our right, relationship? Because of our, our schedules and our work schedules are very full. That's right. And I think we both are super respectful of one another and what we're doing. It's just I'm that, that sometimes both of us are overflowing. And so it's just trying to figure out the dance there That's right. and making sure that our family and our kids and, Overall, you know, we're not just focused on our work, but that we keep we continue to lift our heads there too and recognize this is a this is a balance and it's one that I think can be sweetened um, by creating more of a balance than you know going all in on one thing or another um, and making time for each other both, yeah. both as it relates to getting away or yeah. through walks, but also even from an intimacy standpoint, right. like how do we find time to connect? Right. That connection is critical, and that that enriches both us individually, but also right. us as a as a marriage. Right, it's more of a glue for us too. You know, it creates more of that intimacy. And um, I think when we're in flow state, as Craig would say, I think the family benefits enormously. I think our kids pick up on when we're not in a good space, and they they won't hesitate to mention it to us either, um, which is all good. Um, but I think <laughs> they hold us accountable just as much that's as right. we are holding ourselves accountable. I think that's something we've done in our family and. And, uh, you know, I think is really important. And so, you know, I mentioned the Guatemala year. Um, that was another huge shift. But also this year of off the grid of stepping away from our life and from the fullness of the plate overflowing and then stepping into a very full life and experience, but one that was so different than anything we'd known. We weren't running kids in 50 different directions. We were actually together as a family pretty much 24-7 while still being able to be with adults and enjoy and, and develop very life-giving, beautiful, life, lifelong friends and friendships um, with we were families. Being, we were being we, right. we were more much more being doing than less. doing. There yeah. was not social media. Right. There was not going to soccer practice. And, and that slow this down. Right. I think in terms of both individually, but also as a couple and as a family. Right. And it changed our relationship. And I think it helped us show up for one another again, even better than before. Um, and even asking the question, this is a, you know, an exercise I had done, um, and continue to do about, you know, how do I want to show up as a person and a, and a wife, you know, and how do I want to be, who do I want to be in this life? And what does that look like day in, day out? How do I show up for each and every role I'm playing and do it very, very well and own that. Um, and I'd ask those of you listening, how many of you are the person and mate that you want to be? And are you proud of how you are showing up in your life? Are you being that person in actions and words? And who is that person? What does that look like for you? And then taking accountability and responsibility for this, not blaming, not feeling like the victim, not feeling like, well, I can't because my spouse or my significant other, my weight is doing this. No, you actually can do those things and 
and do it in a way that helps everyone rise. But it's it's um, it's not feeling like they have to be this in order for you to do this anymore. I think that really has been something that was a huge shift for me. So getting clear on that and then challenging yourself to be that person, whatever that looks like for you. I think it's an incredibly uh, intentional and thoughtful practice that creates a version of ourselves that you and your mate and your significant other and your family will love. So I think our work is really about being who we want to be and then going about putting this into action by both meeting our own needs and then, you know, enriching and feeding and um, I think giving life and and time and space and awareness to our our, yeah as a couple um we don't need each other to be complete as we now know (laughs) we are whole on our own and we continue to build and grow in our own wholeness because that I think is lifelong effort but both of us um as you know are complete whole people that have come together and I think are greater because of just being together, the two of us, and who we are as a couple, who we are as a team, who we are as, you know, Marta and Craig versus individually, I think we're, you know, it's magic um, for us. Yeah, and I I think um, for me, one of the things that kind of brings this together is is that sign that is so well known in your family's home um, that, um, your dad often would say is love is a hell of a lot of work. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, um, that actually, let me just say, <laughs> greeted people when they would walk into our home from the front door. And I think it, uh, it got a lot of double takes and triple takes yes. of what? Among love many is, other sayings all over the world. Love walls. is a hell but, of a lot of work. But yes, the notion it is. is, is it is a lot of work and it's a lot of work for us as individuals for mm-hmm. taking accountability. I love what you said, Mario, like taking accountability for ourselves mm-hmm. and then being intentional accountability um and as a couple yeah and as as both spouses as partners um and, and as parents within that and so i tip my hat to your parents uh, they're they're mm. saying continues to live uh, even mm. to this day yeah dad always said you know our job is to stand on the shoulders of our parents and i think dad would be you know uh, on the sideline right now clapping and saying well done you are you are standing on our shoulders but you have a lot of work in front of you <laughs> you got a lot, lot of shit do. to do so keep working yeah. and keep doing it but i think the more we heal as humans and as individuals i think our relationships are stronger healthier better i think our families are healthier stronger i think we shift and break you know generational patterns that have been at play forever by actually just stepping away from those and relearning and reexamining and deciding and being conscious enough to say, do we want to continue to do it this way or is there another way? And is this other way healthier and I think um, better for, for all of us involved? And I think that's what we're constantly trying to figure out and do. It's a dance. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, we are growing in awareness and stepping out of autopilot on the regular as much as we can, and then creating the space for healing and curiosity. Curiosity being, I think, my favorite word um, just and favorite emotion, because when we're curious, I think our brains allow us to be open and accepting and less judgmental and less controlling. And we can love easier from curiosity. So our relationships are, you know, less about coming from our childhoods and our reenactments of that and the programming from there. And they're more about 
evolving and creating safe spaces of mutual evolution for both of us. And I think everyone wins in that process. So we are about allowing each other freedom and space, uh, clear boundaries, and as I said, curiosity rather than judgment, and then allowing for the yin and the yang and that dance of interdependence to unfold. So our love to all of you out there as you find your way and find your path and just know we're yeah. we're all bringing each other home, keep walking up. each other home, keep That's showing right. up and loving, loving very well. All right, we love you guys. Take care. And uh, Craig Brummel will be back I'll, another I'm day. I'm sure I'll be another back Another episode. Bye, guys. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.